When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I like the idea that there was a time when it switched from silent movies to not silent movies. And like the week before that, I imagine that there were previews of the not silent movies at the silent movies. And that it must have been really confusing to people. They show up for a silent movie and the preview is just a black screen and it's like, coming soon, this. And they're like, what's that? If you're blind, you get a dog or a stick to help you. I would recommend a dog. Because I would always get up the dog, fetch a stick from another blind person, and you have all the blind accoutrements that you need. <laughs> if you're blind, you get a dog. If you're colorblind, you do not get a dog, because dogs are also colorblind, they would be no help. Um, I had a friend ask me once, what would happen if a mermaid and a werewolf had a baby? And I was like, dumb question. Here's why. Because werewolves are afraid of the water, and mermaids are not real. So those are two reasons why... Well, that's a silly question. The point of that story is, I have a friend. And... Let me tell you... Oh, that clapping somehow seems patronizing. I appreciate it. Comedian Mick Kaplan. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. It is Tuesday, the 2nd of June of 2020. What is the least shareable thing you can think of? And a very important life hack here, kids. How to reheat pizza in the microwave without making it soggy. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. And uh, I'll have a question for Tim later. Would Steve rescue you if you were in trouble? (laughs) That's a good one. I, I don't know. Because, you know, not every dog is like Lassie. So, Steve Hill. Right. right. <laughs> so we'll get to both those stories. But uh, first, let's begin with this. Besides hugs, handshakes, and masks, what is the least shareable thing you can think of? Bacon. You don't share that bacon. Man, that's my bacon. Some people don't I like sharing their bacon. plate at all. Jeff, you're kind of like that, aren't you? I, mean, I give you an opportunity. You want to order something? No, 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 no. You go ahead. Well, if you if you think you're going to want some, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm just going to have a salad. You sure? Yes. My fries come. Yeah. Then just start taking my fries. I thought you said you didn't want any fries. But I, do, I just want some of yours. 
I don't want my own. If you fries. want to order fries, I just you could want have a couple. Ordered. I just want a couple of fries. I don't need like a whole thing of them. But I would buy you the fries. You don't have to eat them but all. I don't want the whole. I want just a few of yours. But I want all of mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this conversation goes with Scott too. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I'll, he'll order something like I'm going to get home fries. I'm like, well, I'm just going to stick with the egg white omelet, and then they come, and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. and he's like. Waitress, can we get another order of fries, right. please? Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday we went out to eat, sat outside, Chris ordered, and he's like, I want this, and then I'm going, we're going to share some fries, because I had mentioned I wanted some french fries, and I was like, oh, we're, we're Wait, sharing, we are? We're sharing them? <laughs> yeah. No, I would like my own, please. Right. <laughs> yeah. I so, want my own plate of food, so that, touching it. And that has come up at first watch, is I'll get like the avocado toast, which I love, and I feel all good about myself because i feel like i'm doing something healthy and then i'll get a side of bacon yeah and Kristen will will say uh yeah all right well i will also get the avocado toast and i will say to Kristen, but don't you want a side of bacon too she's like no i think i'm good yeah you sure yeah food comes <laughs> can i have one of you I asked you if you want to i Doesn't know it come but with i did four strips of bacon why can't you give up one because I want all four. No, you don't. You only <laughs> want three. I am saving you the heart stuff. Saving my life. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just I... going to get a salad tonight, and then my steak comes. Can I have a little bit of your steak? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to eat it all anyway. Is this a test? Is this a game? Really? Come no, on. No, that's just how we are. Like, this is something that probably drives men crazy, and we're not doing it on purpose. It's just how we are. It's just in our DNA to be like, no, we're only going to eat this, but I really want to eat all of yours. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about this list because th- I don't think there's anything that I don't share. I mean, and that's why I said to Tim, like joking, that was like my man, like I'm not sharing my man, but I'm like, I don't think there's anything that I don't share. I've shared my toothbrush with people. I've given clean underwear to friends that I've, I've used before, Yeah, you know, like a friend of mine was pregnant in Peter Pants, and so I gave Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For a pair of underwear and some shorts to go home with. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it works. Kristen and I were out having dinner with a friend and she was sitting directly across from me at this booth and, you know, she's very nice. She's one of my dearest friends. She's very friendly, uh, knows no stranger. Uh, and in just sitting there talking and socializing as we're eating dinner, she just started, like, sticking her fork into, like, my peas and, <laughs> like, I had cut off some meat. And she said, can I just try some of this without even just kind of doing oh. it, like, while she's asking, not really waiting for an answer and stuff. And Did that drive you crazy? Luckily, I love her, so it was okay. But I think if it was anyone else, then, yeah, that would have just, like, what are you doing? 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I've done that to your plate before, but I did ask. You're I an exception. Think, like, yeah. you're one of a very small group, group of people <laughs> that it's cool. Your last bite of bacon. I can count on one hand the amount of people in my life that that would be okay with. Yeah. What do you not share? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sure, I'm a sherry kind of guy, I guess. What about toothbrush? That's a big one on Facebook. Accidentally you shared it? Yeah. Yeah. In the dark and it's, we, we get up early. Sometimes it's a, there's a difference between the blue and the purple one. Yeah. You don't, you're not awake. I don't, don't share razors. Oh yeah. That's a good one. I I gotta have my own. Yeah. Razors is something I'm kind of weird about too. Uh, obviously your underwear, look at the top 10 here, things you might not even share with your significant other, your underwear, possibly your toothbrush. Although, I mean, like if we make out, is that a, yeah. that big a deal? Really? I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's sharing it with others, like not your significant other, but others. Like if your mom came over, you wouldn't want to be like, mom, no. Yeah. So Kristen's really bad at remembering passwords. So if I have to formulate a password that we both use, like, say, the home security system or something, I will put it in one of her passwords so that she always knows what it is, like something that is significant to her. Because if it's one of mine, she'll never remember it. Because I've got, like, weird numbers and combinations in my head that she's constantly... She doesn't even remember her own passwords, let alone mine. Yeah. But that's something that a lot of couples don't like to share is social media passwords. I don't know mine. I don't know my significant other's social media password. Yeah, like, same. I know how to get into his phone. You know, if something were to happen to him and I would have to open the phone, I know how to do that. Right. But I don't know. Like, to log into his Facebook, I have no idea. Okay, so here's another one. The bathroom. Let's say I'm in the shower. She's got to use the bathroom. <laughs> like, number one or number two? You know, number one I'd be okay with. Totally okay with number ones. Yeah. Number two is I'm drawing a line in the sand. Right. <laughs> we have three bathrooms in this house. Yeah. And I know you go number two, but I don't need to be in the same room with you or with the door open. I know you're different, but I'm like, I just don't need to know. Yeah. It's not a regular thing, but it has happened from yeah. time to time. Like, what are you doing? I'm pooping. Ew, get out. <laughs> Can we have a little bit of mystery? Just a yeah. little bit of mystery in our relationship? Yeah. Like, I don't even think I want to see you sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pajamas. Although, you know, that's kind of solved. If you got two people, two different sizes, that kind of solved that problem. Or I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you do. Uh, your phone password, your bank account information. I love that our phone and Instagram passwords are higher priorities than our banking information now. Yeah. Towels. And T-shirts. Kristen wears my T-shirts all the time. Yeah, why not? You got some good stuff. Right. I do have a lot of T-shirts. Yeah. I give some of mine to Scott. Like sometimes if, you know, we have an extra one here for something, I'm like, here you go, babe. Yeah. Or we'll just share one. I just got rid of a bunch. Um, so I'm bringing in new ones. And by the way, we got Josh Sneed coming in from Cincy Shirts at 9.15 this morning because he came out with some really cool shirts related to uh, racial unity mm-hmm. and uh, the proceeds are going to go be- go to benefit a fund that's designed to help some of the small business owners that suffered some damage during the rioting. So, Yeah, John and Natalie put it up yesterday on our Q&A2 Facebook page. I already ordered mine, so Same. hopefully it's already on the Which way. Which one did you pick? I got the heart, the hands for the heart. That's what I told Jeff. I said I ordered the first one I saw because I was like, that one's totally me. It has like a, 
two different uh, hands making a heart, and it's a red T-shirt. So I was like, that's it. But they have some really, um, some very, you know, nice shirts on there for some really good messaging. Yeah, a portion of the proceeds from the sale, the designs, and the collection he's got coming out today will benefit the OTR Chamber Small Business Relief Fund. Yeah. And they've got, like, some really cool designs. Heart hands, uh, shirts that says be better to each other. Uh, another one that has uh, OTR on the front, a blue one that I think I might get, but the O is like the peace symbol, which is kind of cool. Uh, we is greater than me. So a lot of options there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Josh is going to come on at night because his business was one of the businesses that was affected too, that was damaged. Yeah, looted. In the riding. Uh, what else do we have here? An important life hack here, guys. You know, like how when you reheat pizza in the microwave, it gets all like soggy or chewy or both. But yes. you just, you know, it's like you don't want to take the time to use the oven, so you just use the uh, microwave. Yes. And and I don't do it. I've strictly have become an oven pizza reheater upper. Me too. Um, I just eat it cold. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, too. Yeah, sometimes it's really yeah, cold. Because yeah. I can't do the soggy. And yeah. somebody told me you should buy a, is it called a pizza pizzazz or something like that? That sounds familiar. Evidently, that's like a kitchen gadgety type thing that's really good for cooking and like reheating pizza. If I got time, I'll do it in the oven. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like 350, throw it in, couple yeah. minutes, good to go. But Domino's in Australia just released a hack for reheating pizza in the microwave so it doesn't become soggy. I didn't know this, but I guess the trick is if you put a glass of water next to it in the microwave, the water helps the base of the pizza stay crispy, but allows the cheese to melt. So if you heat up a slice for 30 to 45 seconds with a glass of water next to the slice in the microwave, you'll have leftover pizza that isn't soggy. How crazy is that? Hmm. Pretty interesting. Let's try it. Yeah. yeah. 30 to 45 seconds. That's all you got to do for one slice. And now you know. 733. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, would your dog rescue you if you were in trouble? And is sexuality a spectrum? You know, there's. Uh, it's not just about gay or straight. A lot of people say it's it's an entire spectrum. <laughs> Now we have our two little, our two little boys, Tom and Dex. Now Tom is a family's name. Dex, uh, I, I was stoned basically, and <laughs> no, I was not stoned because he'll see this tape when he's, you know, and he'll be in the church lady dress and he'll go, Dad, we gotta talk, okay? So, <laughs> I just was going for a cool name, Dex. I thought it was singular and strong, like Sting, Dex, Sting, Sting, Dex, because Sting is the hippest name. Let's face it, the guy named himself a verb, present tense, because he's not stung. And he's not stinging, he's sting. His real name, as you might know, is Gordon, and he changes it to sting? Who's got the balls to tell their friends to call them sting? At one point in his life, he had to remind people, excuse me, from now on, um, would you mind calling me sting? you. Comedian Dana Carvey, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, I, you know, if you're listening right now, I don't know if, if you're a dog owner, if your dog has some heroic lassie vibes buried deep down. They were 
study in this at Arizona State University. They were looking at whether people's dogs would rescue them if they were in trouble. So what they did to test this out, they had dog owners sit under a box and then call for help. And about one out of three dogs actually rescued their owners. Really? In that specific scenario, I would probably say Steve the Beagle would be in the the two that did not. Right. Aww. Yeah. He wouldn't run over to the box and be like, Dad, Dad, Dad. He might run over and go, all right, there's no food here. I'm out. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go lay down. Yeah. Or do you think Steve would see right through it and he'd be like, he's fine. Yes, that's what I would think. Yeah, he's no, under no he attack. He would know that he's smarter than us, yeah. and he's aware that you're okay. Yeah. I will say though that he is—he does have a little bit of protective element to him because last night I had the windows open, um, and I woke up to the sound of the, like the most demonic sounding animal Ooh. I've ever heard. I've never heard anything like it in my life. I didn't know if it was like a weasel or a raccoon or porcupine. A a maimed cat. I don't. I don't know. But it woke me up, and it woke Steve up. And Steve was like looking out the window and howling and like getting aggressive at it. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh I haven't seen him do that in a long time. I and I. I was getting up to go to the gym. And I was like, I don't even know if I want to go outside right now. I don't know what the hell that is. Oh. Yeah, so if you live in the East Walnut Hills area and you heard the demonic screeching last night, <laughs> it's not a tortoise. Oh. Did it sound like a cat in heat? I've heard that can get quite aggressive. I um, mean, yeah, maybe it was something like I've never heard before. I don't know. And I was like, whoa. I think you would be surprised. Was it like this? No, 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 no. Closer oh. than the turtle. Oh. I think you would be surprised with Steve because like that whole toddler challenge thing was going around and I really thought my kid had no willpower and would totally eat the candy before I got back from the bathroom and she did better than I thought. So maybe he, I thought, maybe. I don't know, don't count him out. Okay. It sound like this. Closer to that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, that was Yoko Ono outside your house. Possibly. Or doing an art show. I'm not sure what. Or, like, really getting it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Wasn't that? <laughs> but it sounds like maybe it was somebody getting it. Yeah, one out of three dogs rescued their owners when they had dog owners sit under a box and then call for help. That sounds low, but there is a catch. If the dogs knew how to get into the box through a special door in the side, they were eight times more likely to try to rescue their owner. I will say, though, the dogs showed a lot of signs of stress during the rescue scenarios. So it helped if they didn't have to figure out a rescue technique. What does that all mean? Well, if you want your dog to save you, if you're in trouble, maybe run through a few practice scenarios using treats to train them so that they know what to do in case an emergency ever happens. Oh, that's a great idea. You should do some exercises with. Maybe today I'll sit under a box and yell for help (laughs) and videotape Steve. Or just why don't you you sit downstairs if Steve is upstairs, just sit downstairs and yell for help and see if he comes. That could be like the first step. He might. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about sex here for just a moment. Is there a spectrum of sexuality? In other words, do you think people are gay or straight only? Or is it possible to be somewhere in the middle? Uh, 70% of Americans say they're either gay or they're straight. But 25% of Americans say they're kind of somewhere in the middle. And the rest say they're not exactly sure. 
Overall, 37% of Americans believe that sexuality is more of a spectrum. You know, when you look at like a political spectrum, for example, you think, you know, conservative, far right and far left. And then there are varying degrees of moderation sort of in between. I always look at it like if uh, you're on the paint program on the computer or maybe you're selecting the color for your font. Right. And so in one corner, it's black and in the other corner, it's white. And then it has all of these grays in the middle right that's kind of how i i look at it i do too yeah same like i think that you can be completely in love with both sexes at the same time find them attractive you know want to relationize with each of them wherever you are in the grays wherever you are in the gray i think that it's possible for an individual to be that way but i think there's a lot that you know science has not learned on that subject yet yeah Yeah, this will not shock you. Younger people are more likely to say that sexuality is more of a spectrum than older people. More of a spectrum than one or the other. 43% of both millennials and Gen Z say they're somewhere in the middle. Versus 26% of Gen X and 13% of baby boomers. So, yeah. I think that's true with a lot of things. Spectrum. Spectrum of sexuality, spectrum of gender, and a spectrum of political beliefs. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, Jeff, completely. Yep. Everyone's unique and different. For a sure. Of, a lot of people on earth. But for years, we grew up believing it's either this or that. Now, you'd think we'd all be experts at wearing face masks by now, right? You I know, think so. We all got this down. Yesterday with a hole cut in the middle of it. And I know we've joked about that before, but I literally saw someone with a hole in the middle <laughs> of it going into Home Depot. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Kudos I, to people. I mean, my, my hat's off and, and respect to people who have to wear masks all day. Oh, absolutely. Agreed. Completely agree. Yeah. But uh, I guess there are five mistakes that a lot of us are still making. You know, if we're wearing the face masks, a lot of us are are still screwing it up. Number one, using the wrong material. I think that's my problem because I just don't feel like I am. I, I feel like it's just constantly breaking out my face or rubbing against my face. Yeah, the best reusable face masks are made of breathable fibers with tight weaves like lightweight denim. Or cotton bed sheets. A thread count around 100 is ideal. But if you can see through it when you hold it to the light, evidently it's too thin. Okay, that's a good point. That's the first one, using the wrong material. Number two, putting your mask on too late. Now, ideally, they say you you should put it on before you even leave your house, or at least before you get out of the car. That's when I put it on. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot more people, I feel like, driving around with it on. And I didn't understand that because Mm -hmm. I don't wear it in my car whatsoever because I feel like it's all my own germs in there, you know? But when I pull into the parking lot now, it's now become a habit where I put the face mask on. And come on in. And then I walk into the building. Uh, Yeah, they say ideally put it on before you leave the house or at least before you uh, get out of the car. If you wait until you're walking into a store, you might be exposing yourself to the virus without even knowing it. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Plus, I'm always afraid, like, if people see me putting a mask on as I'm walking into the store, I'm afraid they're going to think I'm about to rob the place, you know? (laughs) 
put my scarf on. I wonder if that's happening more often than not. Like, do you think people see a random person walking in with like some kind of mask? Do you think they think they're getting robbed? Because I I feel like now it's a new norm. Yeah, Yeah. right. Uh, What else? What else was taking it off too early? Yeah, for the same reason, you should leave it on until you get in your car or until you get home. Now, I walked out of Macy's yesterday. Mm-hmm. The minute I walked outside, man, that mask came off. Yeah, that's how I am too. Even though I was walking past half a dozen people. And then never washing it. Cloth masks, they say, should be washed after every use on the hottest setting possible. Or if you only wear it once in a while, you can let it sit in a bag for a week to make sure any virus on it dies off. So now you know, if you're going to wear it, that's how you ought to be wearing it. If you really want to protect yourself. 747, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. That is your latest news that didn't necessarily make the news this morning. Uh, Coming up for our 8 o'clock listeners. Second date update, update week continues. Remember the landscaper who was living in his garage? Oh yeah, baby. It's your update update on that coming up straight ahead. But first, another check on the roads. Here's Toria. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.